0: Hello, everybody. This is Alex Barthet with TheLeanZone.com. Today, we're talking to Peter Daiga of ABC uh, Florida East Coast Chapter. How are you doing today, Peter? I'm well. How are you, Alex? Good. Good. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, Peter, and what you do with the ABC.
1: Okay. So, I'm uh, the president and CEO of the Florida East Coast Chapter of ABC. Uh, This summer, I will have been with ABC 21 years. I came to left the Florida legislature to come to work for ABC as the vice president of government affairs, did that for 12 years. And uh, when Dan Shaw retired a number of years ago, I became the president and CEO. So that's my full-time job now running the association, uh, its foundation, also its education trust, which is the ABC Institute. So
0: Now ABC, for anyone that doesn't know, and I'd be surprised if anyone doesn't know, but is, is a networking trade and a, uh, Lobbying organization that stretches from the Keys to the Space Coast, right? ABC East Coast, correct?
1: Correct. So, uh, Associated Builders and Contractors is a national trade association of commercial contractors. 68 chapters nationwide, five in Florida. So, the one that I'm the president and CEO of is the Florida East Coast chapter, which as you described, covers the coastal counties from the Space Coast down to the Keys. So, but 90% of our membership is in the Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach area, and about 70% of our membership is contractor-based. So we're very um, uh, conscientious, you know, about the fact that we're a contractor organization. We try to build the strongest contractor organization we can. And the other unique thing about ABC uh, is that we encompass both GCs and trade contractors and subcontractors, so the whole lot, if you will. So
0: as we are living through this coronavirus pandemic we are very fortunate that your members and our clients are essential we've always known they were essential Um, we didn't need a municipal or state order to tell us that Um, but now we're working a lot of other people are not Um, so Recently, as, as, the, as the ABC announced to its members, there's been a crackdown on uh, construction. Why don't you tell us about what you are hearing and seeing with respect to government officials and what um, those in the construction community need to do to maintain that essential status?
1: Sure. Well, it's a daily struggle right now, both at the federal, state, and local levels everywhere. And uh, talking to my counterparts uh, throughout the country, they're, they're battling the same thing, uh, to keep construction deemed an essential business, if you will, and, and keep uh, our sites open, so to speak. Um, but especially um, recently and immediately, Miami-Dade has, um, and understandably, a lot of people without a full appreciation of what construction entails and how it is so important and critical to our, our, our community see people working on construction sites next to them you know they see them coming out at lunchtime to the lunch trucks and whatnot and they see this doesn't look like proper social distance distancing to me so they've been complaining and understandably politicians you know are, are feeling the heat and the pressure you know so consequently we as an industry are under pressure daily to try to demonstrate all that we're doing in order to maintain you know our our, our work um open, you know, or maintain that status as an essential business and to be working. So that's pretty much right now the immediate issue that's going on. It, it pertains especially to what seems to be their focus, their biggest concern, is the lunch trucks, uh, how that food's handled, whether there's enough uh, wash stations, whether or not people are keeping adequate social distancing. Uh, and that seems to be the focus so much now that we're expecting or been told to expect an uh, a um impromptu visit if you will or a, a a um you know an inspection if you will by the by the police department or by somebody from the county at every construction site in miami-dade so
0: well have have uh have you heard of this occurring um from any of the your members so far
1: Prior to today, there had been some spot inspections or, uh, you know, people showing up and looking at more than just the food trucks, but, you know, the other activities of the site. Um, and then we'd been in, you know, again, regular, daily, hourly, in some cases, communication with other trade partners, associations, as well as uh, county officials, that, said that starting today, they were specifically gonna focus on inspecting every site and especially the, the food trucks. So I haven't heard anything today in terms of feedback about how that's going. Um, Our part has been to pretty much try to communicate to the industry: if it's important to you to keep that site running, you better make sure you're prepared for these inspections and make sure that you're doing everything that the CDC and public health officials expect. You know, in terms of now,
0: now it's interesting. You you mentioned lunch trucks. I talked to a client. I don't know. It was probably two hours ago, three hours ago, and he said that on two of his jobs they have said no more lunch truck that it's too much of a liability so bring your lunch uh, he also said water coolers have been completely removed from the job sites there is no common water cooler bring your own water are you hearing the same thing
1: um i haven't heard that specifically but the county basically said no no more lunch trucks are allowed unless you know, and so they did leave it open to the fact that if they were operating to where they had it marked off where proper social distancing would be, where they could show that there were proper wash stations, where they could show that the food service people were handling the food and not the customer or not the construction worker, you know, the whole litany of, of proper things that you would expect. I don't know at a fast food place or your pick- restaurant where you're picking up. You know, the same kind right. of same kind of uh, behavior they were expecting to see so i hadn't heard today that they just outright were saying no um at least the guidelines that we got late last night and talking with them on the phone was as long as those food trucks were pro- pro- providing or uh, following that protocol
0: yeah let can, me let me clarify uh, i i think what i heard wasn't that they weren't allowed it was that the contractor said i don't even want to mess with it i don't want to take the risk so no more lunch truck
1: now that makes sense, you know, and that just might be the easiest way, because especially if you can't control that vendor, uh, that's that probably is the easiest way, quite frankly. So that makes complete sense to me. Um, and even the water, as you mentioned, the the common water cooler, which is important, right? in construction, ordinarily, you know if you didn't have adequate water, uh, that would be something OSHA would be after you for and and anybody would look down on, you know, in terms of right. the construction site. But now, it's not just having the adequate water, it's actually how you're you're, um, providing it, you know, and like you said, no more common coolers because, you know, you're gonna come and touch the same pieces and whatnot. So now it's uh, contractors trying to provide bottled water, you know, and that's even a challenge. You know, I think even getting supplies of that nature has been a challenge, you know, for people that are trying to do that uh, the right way, so.
0: So what are some of the other things that you can, recommend or that you've seen or that you've heard contractors doing in order to get a passing grade for these inspections? Because it is of the utmost importance that these jobs don't
1: shut down. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, we're going to, if we were to talk about those things, there would be a lot of things we've all heard about. They're the same things, uh, social distancing, proper distancing. So you just need to make sure that everybody on the site knows that and they're following it. You need to make sure you have a a well um, written plan, you know, that you could probably show to somebody, and that you can show when they show up that you're actually adhering to it. Uh, some of the more specific things to construction, which provide difficult situations, is say the hoist, you know, right? They they can be a difficult uh, pinch point, if you will, you know, in terms of keeping that social distancing. But don't cheat, you know, if you think you're going to be able to put multiple people on there sorry it's going to take multiple trips if you want to make sure you're complying with keeping that social distancing so
0: yeah i heard i heard today that uh on the large buckhoys they were limiting it to no more than seven people um yeah. and normally you fill that with exactly. dozens
1: exactly you know and that's um you know some may even go a step further you know who knows but that would certainly be in keeping i think with what the cdc and what public health officials s- suggest or recommend I think one of the other things that show that, um, show that you're, um, one of the unique things about construction, which, again, we use to our advantage, is it's already a, an industry where we're heavily um, o- oversight, heavy oversight and regulation by different safety and health folks. Right. Um, one of the unique things about construction is the access to the site is very restricted. So it's a great opportunity for us as contractors to make sure that you have someone, the responsible person, at that gate in the morning so that you're looking at the people coming in because more so than probably any other business, you can say, you don't look so good. You shouldn't be here, go home. You know? Right. So I think, you know, if you can demonstrate that you're doing that as well. So all these things that, again, we've all heard about, we all know about, but you need to be sure that you can demonstrate that you're um, doing those things on the site, you know, cause so you've got neighbors and they're looking, they're looking out their condo windows and you know, you need to be not just because they're looking, but because it's the right thing to do.
0: So, so uh, some other things that I've heard is that uh, at those entrances and exits, have them monitored, um, have a wash station at that location requiring everyone to wash as they come and go, plus having, a, you know, ample wash stations all over the site, next to the bathroom where people eat on every floor. You've the same thing?
1: Absolutely. So, and that's some. Um... That's not necessarily easy, right, That in our industry or common, you know. But, yeah, if you're going to want, if it's important enough for you to uh, stay open, you're going to have to start do, finding a way to do those things. I also think we hadn't talked about, you know, the sanitary stations, you know, making sure that you have a schedule and have increased in terms of the wipe down and the, the, the cleaning and, you know, vacating of those stations. And, you know, anything you can do to demonstrate a higher level of, um, you know, uh, cleanliness, cleanliness, right? you know, is going to go a long way in terms of helping us hold this, you know, dam back, you know. So, um, and why is that important? If we, I don't know if you wanted, to, if you were going to get to this, but I just want to say a few things. There's, there is a lot of pressure um, by the public, but I think it's a lack of appreciation, right, about the essential nature of construction, and they don't think about it necessarily until, you know, uh, Miami-Dade Emergency Services wants that 250 bed. Field hospital built, right? Guess guess it's going to do that, or you know, or they need to have make sure that the uh, extra rooms that are built outside of the different hospital uh, corporations, you know, that operate, you know, various facilities, want some extra beds or a tent or a triage facility or something outside built, contractor. I was hearing a story today about the USS uh, Comfort, the ship, I guess, that docked in the Hudson in New York. Well, they weren't even allowed, able to do that unless they had the actual uh, river dredged found out. Well, well guess, who's, guess who's dredging the rivers? This is a construction company, right? That's probably going in there dredging, you know, that it's, um, people don't realize the extent that the different things are affected. And if you close down the industry, it's going to be very difficult to quickly respond in those regards, you know, in those ways. So I think that's one example of why it's important, um, you know, to keep our industry um, active, if you will, and, and up and running. So
0: Well, there is, there was a federal, um, Reference, uh, I don't have it up. I can put it in the show notes, um, indicating that uh, construction is essential uh, with respect to um, energy infrastructure, uh, life safety, um, which again is going to what you're saying. You know, it 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 is only common sense right. um, for someone to recognize that without construction um we we don't get to do all the things we want to do and that we're complaining that we can't do today
1: exactly so and you make a good point um actually the um construction being designated as an essential business has been very consistent we're very happy about that you know it hasn't it's not just the governor it's not just it's the federal government to the state government and the state governments almost universally initially and, and every local government have designated and kept construction as essential so there's a, a definitely a very um, you know there's a consensus if you will you know there it's not something that just because of um, one particular area where construction is maybe uh, heavy or busy it's it's something that we're seeing universally. The other interesting thing is the there's the Building officials Association of Florida which, um, they have a website, which they have best practices as well, where they're trying to encourage inspections to continue and building departments to continue. So they get they get this nature of construction as well, you know. So when you have a um, a coalition, if you will, you know, of federal, state, and local officials as well as building officials that all understand, um, then I think there shouldn't really be a question about the essential nature of the business, it ought to just be, are we complying with the health, you know, uh, the, the the recommendations of the CDC and other health officials. And as long as we can demonstrate that, uh, hopefully they'll allow us to continue to be open and then can, you know, um, explain that to their constituents and the public, so.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because there's such a spotlight now um, on construction because, it's, it's one of the only industries that's that's still able to, to proceed. So as a result, you know, you're, you're just kind of, we're kind of left there, the only one showing up to work um, openly. Um, that's the other thing is, you know, there are other essential businesses, but they're they're behind closed doors. We're out there working on the street and on a job site. As you drive to the market, you see us working.
1: Uh, That's a great observation. I think you're you're dead on. I mean, because it's not that there aren't others. People get that, you know, our grocery stores and even restaurants, as long as they're doing it in a certain way and doing it, you know, uh, help you know, healthy. So we're not different in that regard. But the difference is, as you pointed out, we're kind of more public about it. People see it right. They're faced with it every day. And so, yeah. Um,
0: So I'm going to ask you a difficult question that I don't know that, you know, the answer to and and I, I don't know the answer to. But I'm I'm going to assume that it's going to come up. You know, any ideas on what we can do if your job site gets shut down? So let's assume a building official or a police officer comes by and says, "Nope, you had six guys standing around, or they were too close together, or you had 11 people and you can't have more than 10." Um, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna close the job site. You know, n- none of the orders that I've seen um talk about how you can get any type of due process mm. following an adverse order. Any any ideas in your conversations with the mayor or or anybody else?
1: No, and that's a really great question and it has, I think implications not just within our industry but in life in general, right? Nobody really knows what the due process is at this point. And it's um, it's a very interesting question, you know that I hopefully, we don't do it now. We'll take some time afterwards, when all this is blown over, and behind us, you know, to talk about moving forward. But I think again, the the best um, procedure is just, you know, if, if it's important enough to you to stay open, then you're going to need to invest and make sure you're doing these things. That's the best advice, you know. I think we can give. Um, early on in this, we thought the problem was going to be the building departments, and we knew that once once the inspection stopped or the building department closed you know, we'd basically be dead in the water. Now, we had the option in Florida to use private providers, but realistically speaking, gearing that up, you know, and, and having enough of them and the people willing to do it would have been a challenge. So, you know, early on, everybody was talking about as soon as that day comes, when they stop with the inspections, you know, and, um. you know, I don't want to give them any ideas, but, you know, if they wanted to actually close down a site, that's probably, the you know, the, the best way to do it. Um,
0: well, what's interesting is that because this, I think it was it was either Dade County or the city of Miami had issues and therefore they cannot run inspections, that they put together this entire process to allow engineers and architects to approve work uh, up to the point of final inspection where the city or county would actually have to do it. So I agree with you. I initially thought that getting inspections was going to be the bottleneck. Um, And it seems like the building departments don't want that to happen. They actually want the jobs to continue.
1: Yeah. And that's been a real, um, you know, that, that's been a real nice, um, you know, surprise, if you will, I think for all of us, you know, th- how much they've been a partner in this. And that was my point about talking about the Builders Association of Florida, you know, about how they're trying to help one another come up with best practices so that they can work safely, you know, and continue the process. And I think fortunately, in a lot of jurisdictions. They too have been investing in technology in ways that enable them to do their job with less less contact. But they definitely have been very innovative. You know, I think in, in in partners in all this without shutting everything down. Now it seems like every day you might hear about of another one or two. One of the things we're doing is every day surveying the building departments and putting a master list together of what's open or any limitations or whatnot and for the most part, they're all operating. I mean, I think the only two in, in Broward County, as an example, um, well, no, in Balfour, um, no, not Balfour, um, Bay, Bay Harbor. Bay Harbor, thank you. I think they closed their building department. I think I heard today or last night that um, um, Wilton Manors had closed their building department. So we're having a few here and there for some reason. Yeah, or those other. Are, those are-
0: I mean, look, if it's it's the building department that you rely on, it's important. But generally speaking, they're the smaller ones.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um, So you're in constant contact with uh, the politicians uh, um, and and public leaders, I'm assuming. Any any reason to think that the current state of the orders uh, deeming construction essential is going to change?
1: Um, well, if, you know, the, the in my opinion, it certainly seems that's where this, given enough time, we're going to get there, it seems like, because they're going to find enough bad players or people that aren't complying to where they're going to be forced to do it. So the bottom line is, you know, can we get the message out? Can we make sure that everybody who, you know, it's important enough to have that site open, you know, and we're all in this together to some degree because… correct. Um, you know, if, if we have a too many bad players out there, they're going to shut us all down. You know, so, you know, it's all boils down to whether we can demonstrate that we're being good corporate citizens and doing what's expected in, in, for essential businesses. Just like,
0: uh, just like you do with your members um, and the other organizations across Florida. Um, you know, that's what I tried to do with this podcast and this these videos. Um, I agree with you. That if if all of us don't do enough to make sure that the job sites that we're on um, stay open, that enough politicians are just going to say, well, just forget about it. I agree. So, you know, just like all of us have a duty, if you uh, can stay home, keep social distancing, uh, uh, apply the CDC best practices. For the benefit, not just of yourself, but those around you, the same is true for following all of these rules um, on your job site so that you can keep not just your job site open, but every job site open.
1: That's exactly right. Yep.
0: Um, I hope everyone understands that. Where Where is the best place for people to get more information about you, the ABC, and the ABC page related to the coronavirus?
1: Um our homepage is abc east florida so all one word and all spelled out.com. If you go to com, right at the top will be a banner that will direct you to our COVID-19 uh, resource page. A lot of great resources and or links to resources there for people. Um best practices, links to the building officials uh Florida homepage. Uh, a lot of great webinars, conference calls related to this on how um the various things uh, that are happening are impacting or will impact contractors so there's a lot of good resources there people can find
0: great i appreciate you taking the time peter i hope everyone takes these messages to heart so that uh, a week a month three months from now um you know
1: construction is still moving swiftly in our uh, state thank you for being part of the solution alex and thank you for over the years Wanted to say this initially, but for you giving back to the industry, you know, not only through your membership, but be by being an engaged member. You know, so happy to you,
0: do it. Happy to do it. I I I have a great deal of respect for those that are in construction. It's a uh, it's a very uh, meaningful, difficult, and rewarding career. Uh, if I if I wasn't a construction lawyer, I'd probably be still involved in construction somehow. All right. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Peter. You're welcome.